the Lord said, this is what I feel, I what I remember, well done, thy good and faithful yeah. servant. Good job. And then he elevated me to a whole nother realm in the spiritual realm that I never knew existed. Yeah. I was free. And that's when that song, you know, um, takes the shackles off my feet so I can dance. Welcome to another episode of Girl, Can We Talk? You know, our couch talk where we sit around and giggle or when we lay across the bed and talk about that tough stuff. Maybe it's when we chit chat on the phone about how our day went. Yeah, this is that space. It's that time. So sit back, relax and enjoy as we dive into another episode. And by the way, did I mention my name is Cheryl? Yeah, it's me, your girl. So let's get into this. I felt a great release and I never knew um, that there was another level like that in Christ, you know, and God loves us so much that he'll keep tugging at us and tugging at us uh, because he wants to elevate us. Right. And I didn't even recognize that that's what it was, you know, or why. And um, after that, he took me to greater places. And when I say greater places, I mean in him, like uh, able to understand the Bible even greater. Um, things just jumping off the page at me, like, oh my gosh, I didn't recognize. Oh, wow. Ah. Right. Seeing uh, more prophetically, understanding more about what people are really dealing with before uh, just lashing out or assuming anything about them. God is allowing me to, it's like this, like a laser. <laughs> you can see past what their persona is. And um, so while going to the schools and sharing this, this happened after I was able to forgive. And I'll never forget one young lady came up to me afterward. These were um, grade schoolers. And she said, thank you. She said, because I'm in a family now where I'm, my parents are not able to raise me for whatever the reason. And I'm staying with my aunt and uncle and I feel alone. I feel alienated and I, I don't really like them. Sometimes they leave me and take their kids and it just feels really bad. And I said, and she said, but what you said encouraged me to know because I shared that Disneyland story with them. Right. And she said, I know it's going to be okay. And I know that those are their kids and they want to probably spend time with them. And I said, but, you know, um, as long as you continue on and just um, praying and serving God or something like that, I, I couldn't remember exactly, but she just left out of that room with a smile on her face. Right. And the teacher at the time said, can you stay after school? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> she said, I, I want to, I want to, or do you have a minute? I need you to come in here and talk for a minute. I'm like, okay. And so she brought me into the teacher's lounge and brought in a group of her friends and teachers. And they said, she said, will you share your story again? Right. And I'm like, oh yeah. And they were just blessed. We were all blessed in tears and, you know, uh, and then I found out later that one of the women that I talked to and that, that was one of the teachers there 
was the like maybe a year or so after that, um, her and her husband were in a plane going on a trip with someone and the plane crashed Wow! and they uh, died and went on to be with the Lord and their son took over the church. Um, and he was pushing against it at first. Right. He didn't want, but he just, that's yeah. somebody here in Kansas. City. Yes. Yeah, yes. I've, I've heard of that story. Yes. I, I was like, Oh my gosh, I know her. Right. And but it was just like this divine appointment. That I don't God know why. Yeah, I know why. Moment. And I'm gonna interject just a yeah, little bit please. because I know you know I had to pause it to yeah. cry because one thing that is really heavy on my heart is our youth. Yes, and yes, the main reason why our community is dying like it is is because of the absentee fathers mm. and mm. the broken relationships in yeah. the home and yeah. children pay the price for that. They do. They do. And a lot of times they don't have strong moms. Yeah. Mothers who know how to equip them cuz I'm sure when your grand when your mother was going through that, she was experiencing something that she had never experienced Absolutely. before. So yeah. for her, she was making it up as she went. She was. Right. She was. So, she didn't know what to do. Right. Exactly. <sighs> and she you. did a good job. Mm. She did a very good job. Mm. But think about That's how good. after those women who didn't know what to do. Yeah. They made broken children. Right. And, and it wasn't broken, their fault either. Right. It, I'm not pushing I know blame, you're not. Yeah, I know. I but know. But those broken children turned around and had other children. Yeah. And now you got twice broken children. Yes. yes. Then you got three and four generations of brokenness yes. in families because of absentee fathers mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. abusive fathers mm -hmm. who were not in right standing with God, trying to be the man that God called yeah. him to be. And then we sit back and we watch our babies mm -hmm. dying. Suffering. They're dying. Because of this one yeah. missing piece to the puzzle. Yes. That's a that is a major ploy that our enemy Satan uses. Yes. And uh, you and know it what? started when they snatched us out of our country and brought yes. us here. Yeah, and they have it has been perpetuated generation Absolutely. after generation, and it's gotten worse because in in the slavery days they fought to be together. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Even if the man had to go miles and miles and miles to see his family, yeah. they fought for that. Yeah, and then when they broke it all the way down and. We are where we are today where guys having babies and women mm -hmm. having babies. And now women are just as out there as the men and they're leaving these children abandoned, mm -hmm. uncovered. Mm -hmm. And our babies are literally being ripped out of a, out of our universe, mm -hmm. being murdered and killed on yeah. a daily basis. And, and the ones who make it are having PTSD and all yeah, kind of other because of the crazy and issues when if we could just get back to the original plan that God mm. created and be who God called us to be and yeah. walk in the forgiveness because the only way for us to get there is breaking down those barriers of unforgiveness in our hearts. Yeah, so that then we're forgiven. 
Right. Even if they don't accept your apology or or say what we want them to say, we got to get back to that. We do. Or else we are hurting ourselves. Yes. Because it's- And it'll continue. Yeah. It's like making a mockery out of what Jesus did. Right. He he died so that we could be forgiven. Right. He took on all of the sins for all of us. And and now we're going to turn around and not forgive. Yes. You know, when God gave up his only son so that we could be reconciled back to God. Right. You know, and- so that's what God has shown me. And and like you said, the youth, that is one of my top priorities when it comes to, you know, um, the work of the Lord, because God allowed me to go through all these things. Right. And so you, you as well, Cheryl. Yeah. And it's a special passion. Um, I had the opportunity of working in schools. First, the last six years before starting Transition Zone, I started it in May. But in the schools and in the working in those schools that most people call bad schools, right? One of those schools, Central, is one of the schools I graduated from. It's not a bad school, and there no, and there's no such thing as a bad child, right? It's just I, I a just, bunch of bad situations. Bad situations, absolutely. And uh, they and there's things that are outside of their control, right? And they cannot and 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 of course. Sometimes they make bad choices, but they need guidance on how to make the right choices. Um, So I would work at alternative schools and go in and do mediations and, um, you know, um, uh, counseling and coaching and teaching them conflict resolution skills. And I'll never forget being in in one uh, school that was... um, you know, small, but it was uh, one of those schools where all the kids went to that were kicked out of the regular schools and uh, in a classroom teaching conflict resolution. And this one girl would sit there and just give me this, you know, stink eye, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to hear what she's saying. Right. But I knew it wasn't really at me. And that's that thing that God, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying, gives you that discernment to Mm -hmm. know. Mm-mm. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep on teaching it. Yeah. And I'm going to keep on talking about it. And God gave me my own style and I incorporated his word. Even when it was in schools, I could do it in a way where I didn't even have to say God. I'm incorporating the word of God in every one of those sessions. Right. You know, and listen, we have him in us. So yes. when we walk in the room, they see he's Christ. He's in us. He, and yes. He's there. Yes. And so I would teach it. And after about three weeks and going in there and being with her, and she'd still rolling her eyes. And then finally, on that third week, possibly, and I left out of the room after teaching, she came out in the hall with me and she goes, Miss Jackie, can I talk to you for a minute? And I share my story about my father. I, I believe in being very transparent and honest and open uh, to children, to grownups, whoever. Yeah. And she said, you know what you said about your daddy? I said, yep. She said, that's what I'm going through. And I hate him. And he doesn't care about us. And when you share that, that's helping me to know that I can make it, you know, and it's okay. And and then I got to talk to her. The, the principal gave me all the kids that were just the most challenging and, and said, Jackie, you know, they talk to you. And uh, we want to see if you would just meet with them one-on-one every week. And I'm like, sure. And so they had a list of them, of students every week, maybe about four to eight of them that would come every hour and I'm sitting in a room and they'd come in and we'd just talk and I'd just listen. And uh, every week I would see her 
uh, she was getting more and more vibrant, more mm-hmm. and more full of good stories coming up. And, you know, and she's like, I'm I'm gonna be taking off my meds. I'm I'm doing better. And and I'm just like, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. But um God allows us uh to go through things and He's shaping us and forming us and getting us prepared for our purpose. And so um, like you were talking about the youth uh that need, you know. One of the things that I know is they need a safe space to be in. Yes. And that safe space has to has to flow in love and unconditional love. That that to me is what makes it safe. And so we started transition zone. God says time. And uh God blessed us to get a grant. Um, my old boss has semi-partnered and being, you know, uh, there as a mentor and um, also as a fiscal agent in order for me to even get the grant. I wrote it and God blessed, you know, even get that much of a grant the first time, you know, it was God, it was $133,000 to start off this deal um, for a year. And we've been blessed to be able to pay youth to come uh, during the summer. They would come five days a week. Uh, and they would be paid a hundred dollars a week for coming and learning life skills, learning workforce skills, right. learning to be an entrepreneur, uh, learning dance classes, learning about how to do a resume, um, learning uh, art, uh, learning um, how to um, uh, be a leader. And we're teaching them really practical, but doing it in a fun way. And they're getting it. Um, There was one young man that came the first day and didn't come back the second. So I called his grandma who brought him. And I said, hey, where's so-and-so? She said, well, he didn't want to come back. And he just does that. Every time we get him in something, he's shy and he just doesn't like it. And she said, but I like it. I want him to keep coming. And but I, we don't make him. And I said, well, is it okay if I call his mom? She says, sure. So I called the mother, talked to her. She said, same thing the grandma said. We really want him there. I said, may I talk to him? <laughs> and she says, yeah. Went and got him. He got on the phone. I'm like, so what's going on? Why, why don't you want to come? Oh, I don't know. I said, so the Lord showed me something, you know, while talking. Do you want to bring a friend? And he goes, yeah, yeah, can I? Because he was telling me he was sitting on the porch with a friend. I'm like, you want to bring him? Yeah, can I bring him? Like, sure. I said, so give us a try. Come back. Just try it out one more time. And he came back and he's been coming ever since. (laughs) And he said, his grandma called me one day and she said, Miss Bikes, I just want to talk to you. And I'm thinking, "Uh uh-oh, what's wrong? And she said, I don't know what you're doing, but whatever it is, it is working because this boy, (laughs) I used to have to call him and say, I'm on my way. Be ready to come out when I pick you up. And he'd be having me wait. She said, now he's calling me saying, where are you at? Right. And I said, look at God. I said, that's the Lord, (laughs) ma'am. That's God. And and, and it it just really uh, helps me to know and understand you are doing 
what I called you to do. Not only that is had you not been obedient over here to call yeah. your dad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To do what God called you to do. Right. You wouldn't have been emotionally ready nope. to deal with what you were going to walk into, into those schools. Right. So God had to get you totally and completely healed Ooh, over here. Girl. You know mm, what I'm saying? Mm. So that when you went in there, you when you looked at the situation that was prevent, presented before you and you seen the tough girl act and a tough guy <laughs> act, you knew what you was up against. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. And he gave you that to give you the compassion mm-hmm. so that you wouldn't look through eyes of judgment. Exactly. You could see the, through that and see all that and see, oh. oh, that's just the baby hurting. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. saying? And yeah. that's, that's the beauty of God's love. Isn't it? Oh, when we allow him to flow in us like mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. that healing comes forward. And mm-hmm. when it does, it's it wasn't just for you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just for you. Mm-hmm. That's why he needed you to be obedient. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it was for every young man Ooh. and every young woman and every adult mm-hmm. that you've given that testimony to, yeah. that God has delivered and healed and brought yes. forth something in them. Yeah. Because that's what he wants us to do. Mm-hmm. Our light is not supposed to be put under a bushel and exactly. hid. hidden. Right? It can't be seen if we right. don't take that top off and let it be seen. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, and I, I'm I'm grateful for your testimony. And I I had broke down because I know what it feels like mm, to man. deal with that father issue. Mm-hmm. My daddy was in the home, but he he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. He had PTSD. He oh, was a veteran. Oh. And it messed him up. Mm. It messed him up. Mm. And a lot of the veterans, especially the black ones, were not treated well when they came back. And and when he came back, instead of getting the necessary help, he got on drugs. See, mm-hmm. and yeah, we went through to... hell mm. as kids, and we didn't have our mom was out there doing the same thing, so we didn't have that mm-hmm. in home supervision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were just wild, yeah. like. Literally, like you see wild animals, yeah. except for we were kids. Oh, honey. Oh. And I remember thinking my daddy didn't love me. Half mm. of my life, I thought he didn't love me because of some of the things that he did to me. You know, mm. and even before he died, and mm. I was saying to him, Daddy, I love you. And he turned his head to the wall because he, he wasn't happy with me. Mm. Or but happy with I learned, himself. Right. Yeah. Mostly it was he was unhappy with himself. Mm-hmm. But I remember when God started dealing with me about my father and some of the things that I remembered that I didn't remember as a little kid and some of the things that was revealed to me after I got saved that happened to me. And I couldn't go to him and say, Daddy, you know, for my part, forgive yeah. me. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But God gave me something that I can't even explain mm. because despite everything he mm. did to me, mm-hmm. I love him from the bottom Isn't of my something? heart. I, I can relate. From the bottom of my heart. I can relate. And I know it's from God. And I know that that's the reason why the young ladies that I speak to. Mm-hmm. They can relate to me mm-hmm. because sometimes we might have a, a parent that he's already passed on. We can't get 
You yeah. don't got that opportunity mm-hmm. to get it right, mm-hmm. but God will give you the opportunity to get it right within yourself. Yeah. Because I went yes. years living in a world that to me was just black and white. Mm-hmm. I couldn't mm-hmm. see color mm-hmm. because of the relationship that I had had with my father. It uh, had broken. I it was shakes broken. up everything. Yeah. It just I was a broken person. Yeah. And everywhere I went. Even though I was smiling and I was happy, mm-hmm. I, people couldn't tell that I was broken. Yes. But I remember when I met Pastor Mitchell and I said, Pastor Mitchell, something is wrong with me because I can't feel myself. And he was like, I don't know what you mean. And I was mm-hmm. like, I can't feel me. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you can feel you, but mm-hmm. I can't feel me. Like, I don't have that emotional connection with myself Yeah, because my relationship with my father had shattered something yes. in me. And he was like, well, I can't help you. I can't help you if you can't explain it to me. And I was just like, that's the only way I know how to explain it. Yeah. Because I can't feel me. Right. Right. Make a long story short, I remember when I was sitting in a room, and I've given this testimony a million times about when I had came to the point where I I said to myself, I'm done. I'm going to kill myself. Mm. I'm done. Mm. I had the whole plan mapped out. I had sent my kids away to Mm, stay with my mom. Yeah. That's smart. And I said to myself, I'm going to bed. And when I get up in the morning, my plan was to drive the car off a 435 bridge. It was settled. Oh, wow. Understand what I'm saying? It was completely settled. Yeah. This was a plan that was going to happen. And at five o'clock in the morning, I'm in the house all by myself because at the same time, me and Marcus were separated. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting in the house by myself. And I kept hearing these birds outside my window chirping away. Mm-hmm. Just chir- and I was just like, God, I wish they would shut up. <laughs> I love to I hear got the a birds. plan. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I got to get things. up in the morning. <laughs> I got something I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't. And it was almost as if they were right by my window. Wow. So I just sat up in the complete dark room and just sat up and sat there thinking, I wish these birds would shut up. And the Holy Spirit came in my room and said, listen to what they're saying. Oh, glory. And I was like, they're just chirping. And it was like, <laughs> no, they're talking. Wow. And at that, immediately I could hear them saying, I love you, Jesus. Oh, I love you, Lord. I glory. love you, Jesus. I love you, you, Lord. Jesus. And he gave me that scripture mm. where he said that he feeds them. He cares for the sparrow. Mm-hmm. And why would he not care for me? Yeah. And I know I'm not quoting it for verbatim. No, 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 but you're far greater. But that's what he said to me. And even those, and then yes. as I was sitting there, he said, I love you, Cheryl. Oh. And it was mm. almost like my whole room was dark it became light i could see color <sighs> literally like that black and white picture on that wall mm-hmm. that's how i saw everything i didn't mm. see if you had on a red dress i didn't know you had on a red dress because i was so broken yeah that all i saw was black and white but when god spoke that love in my mm. heart mm. Yeah. Color came back. Yes. And you know, they say people that have gone to heaven say the color is so vibrant. The colors are more vibrant I can't even explain in heaven. It. It's like, it's something it's, like it was get. literally going from darkness into the light, and yes. I could see color. Yes. And I was healed because at that very moment, I knew I was forgiven for hating my father for the things that he did to me. And I knew that my father forgave me. Ooh, glory to God. What a. 
And it's like those the you're seeing out of a different lens. Yes. You're able to see out of a lens where you're healed now. That song, I can you see know? clearly now the rain is yes. gone. I could see. And it was like everywhere I went, I was like, do you see the color? I, I mean, see for real, me do you now. see? Right. Yeah, I feel me now. Yeah. I, I can't even, even right now when I try to explain what I'm saying, it doesn't mm. even give it enough Mm-hmm. It doesn't even produce what I'm trying to explain, mm-hmm. but the it's literally like it. looking at a black and white movie that all of a sudden turns to color. But the color is not like technicolor. It's like- Vibrant color. Yeah. Right now, life color. Yeah. 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 My whole life changed that day because mm-hmm. I, I I knew I'm not dying today. I'm about to live. Yes. Bye, My 435. Ho- yes, depression <laughs> left me. I have Glory. not been depressed since. Glory. And I've had plenty of reasons to. to you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But forgiveness is a powerful piece. It is. And I don't think we take it seriously we enough. We don't. Um, I think whenever, you know, when we read it in Matthew, and that last part of it says, you know, forgive so that you will be forgiven. Right. You know, we're not going to be forgiven and if we're not forgiven we're still in a in a state of death you yes. know it's still a state of not life um yeah. because um with Jesus is life um and if we're in an unforgiven state it's like well you know what maybe we're not really saved or maybe we're not where we think we need to be uh i knew i was saved but i had those areas that part of me that was still dark right and god says Yield that to me. This is a very serious situation. And yield and do what I said, do. I love you, daughter. Like he's telling, like he told you. And like you said, no longer hate towards my father. I I can talk to him, talk mm-hmm. to, about him and not feel any hatefulness, not any, re, you know, no vindictiveness yeah. for what he did. Nothing. You know, I feel bad for him because he's really suffering right now. Right. I really feel bad for him. But yeah. I remember when my father passed away, I was emotion I didn't have no emotions. Mm. And people in my family were mad at me. Mm. I was 17 years old. Mm-hmm. I didn't comprehend everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. I did, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. And I looked at his body in the casket and I just thought, hmm. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. dead. Yeah. But when I got delivered. I went through a season of, dang, my daddy is gone for real. Yeah. I had to mourn then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when I was ready. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that, that it's just, now I wish, dang, I wish my daddy was here. Cause you know, yeah. I just wish he was here. Just Yeah. Yeah. Even if the relationship wouldn't be good, it would just right. be good if he was just here. If he was here. My because father. Because it would be different. Yeah. And, and just knowing that you're in a different space now or a yeah. different place and knowing that you could see him differently now and, yeah. and get to I can see the man was hurt. Yeah, you see beneath the surface, yeah. you know. Like I seen the he, and then I got to know his mother. His mother, hoo my wow. grandma, she was mm-hmm. a powerful woman, but mm-hmm. she made some mistakes. Mm-hmm. And some of the mistakes that she made to my father, you know, 
I can see why my daddy was the way he was. Mm, you got to see. But I didn't know. Deeper. I didn't have that history. Yeah. I didn't have that background. I didn't understand everything that my dad had been through throughout his life to make him who he was mm. and why he did some of the things that he did. But now that I'm older mm-hmm. and I'm way past the year I was yep. when I was, yep. you know, dealing with him, I can sit back and be like, dang, daddy, I never understood. Yeah. I wish I did. Right. But I right. was a child. And and I didn't comprehend, but now I do. Now, and I, I'm grateful woman. that even though my dad had so many issues, he didn't leave. Mm, he yeah. stuck it out. That, that's it. That you says know? a lot. He stuck it out. He could have left. Yeah. He could have just tucked, tailed, and ran mm-hmm. some of the things that he went through, but he didn't. Yeah. And I'm grateful. Mm, me too, Cheryl. That's uh, powerful. I, I think... Um, one of the ways I got uh, some of the healing after that, too, it continued. But one of the things I made up in my mind was I wouldn't do my children like that. Yeah. I would not leave them. And uh, and I, my husband and I said, we, you know, when we took those vows, it was serious, even though it has been ups and downs and struggles right. in the marriage. But you made it we this had, far. We made it this far, and it'll be 40 for years next year that we've been married and together about 50 years because we met in high school. Remember right. I said I prayed for somebody right. that's who God sent me and I uh, didn't know. <laughs> and we've been together since we were 14 years old. Wow. And um, one of the things God blessed me with, even though, like I said, there were times I wanted my husband to be in church with me. He wasn't and all those things, but we had a re- good relationship, but we were on different pathways when it came to Christ. And, and it was you broke up to the him. curse. Yes. And one of the things I said, I am not going to do that to my children. And I want to make sure that they know their father, that he's there. And so I would just sit back sometimes, you know, during the hustle and bustle of things uh, and listen to Watch them saying, them. daddy, yes, daddy, um, yes. this or daddy, that, or even calling them. And now as they're grownups and still daddy, my this happened with my car, that happened or whatever. And um, what should I do? And uh, just hearing that is, is just healing. When it you, blessed because me. for me, I, I don't know if you had this experience, but when I saw, even though my dad was around, like I said, he was on drugs, so he was there, but not there. Mm-hmm. But Marcus, when Marcus came into my life and he became my husband and decided that he wanted to be the role of the father, I remember watching him interact with my kids and I would be amazed. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't get that. Right. You know, what I got saying? I got to I live my like, life oh, through right. what they what I saw. Like it oh. was amazing yeah. because like he would roll around on the floor and play with the kids and I would be like, oh, that's what I missed. Daddies do that. They do that. And I get to see it with my own kids now right. with them. And it's just it's really amazing a blessing. It is. To get to experience uh, something with your children that you didn't get. Yeah, because you then, want better for them. Yes. You know? Yes. And I tell mine that all the time. You know what? If I would have had what mm-hmm. you had, mm-hmm. there's no telling where I would have ended up. Yeah. Because I didn't yeah. have that. Right, right. But God, God got you where he wants you yeah, to be. Yeah, he did. And, and I'm is, grateful. Uh, yeah. I, I can honestly say I, if I could rechange, do anything different in my life, the one thing that I would change is I would have found Christ sooner. Me too. That Because I wouldn't change 
what I went through now that I see how it made me the person right. that I am, but I would have wanted to know Jesus at Way, a young age. Yeah. Because I think my life would have been different. Me Oh, man. Yeah, me too. Much more peace. Yeah. Much more, uh, you know. Yeah. And And we, you know, I don't, I guess as a kid, I didn't really worry, but I, I did, um, I had some issues, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, I remember a time, um, you know, experimenting with drugs with a cousin and, you know, hey, let's take some of your mama's pills and drink a beer. I'm like, okay. Right. And experimented and, and almost died. Wow. You know, and uh, I'm like, wow, Lord, thank you for saving my life. My mother noticed I was still sleeping for like a whole day and then the next day and like, what's going on? What's wrong? And got me up and I'll never forget it, it was snowing. And back then, y'all, it snowed like 10 feet. Oh, yeah. It was like lots of snow. Real snow. Yeah. <laughs> and so she had my brothers walk me up and down the street in the cold. When I told her what we had done and, uh, you know, it just basically, you know, saved my life, but God, God had a plan. Right. God saved both of us Yeah, for such a time as this and, um, saved our souls. And he has a plan for you, yes. but you have to make up in your mind that you're willing to allow him to come into your heart mm -hmm. and be that father figure that you might feel that you didn't have. Mm -hmm. We're two different people with two different daddy issues, but at the end of the day, the heavenly father stepped in and played the role of father in yes. our lives. Yes. And he desires to do that exact same thing for you. Yes. It's never too late. It doesn't mean if you're two or 52 or 102, That's right. God desires to be your father. Amen. And we're extending this offer to you today. If you're in Kansas City and you need a church home, mm. check out the Good Samaritan Christian Center. That's right. Yeah. Right. 2100 uh, Prospect. Right. City, Missouri. Come, man, listen, I've been to plenty of churches, but this is the only church that I've ever been in that they really do what they say they're going to do. Aww. And there's no, we God. have to have this committee to do no, this and that, that committee to do. They get no. it done. If they feed the hungry, <laughs> it's just, hey, we're going to be here tomorrow. Dude's here, <laughs> get here. Come? We're doing it. <laughs> We're doing it whether you're there or not. Listen, it's a good place to be. Oh, glory And God, to God really, really, he needs you. Yes, he the does. The whole point of my whole mm -hmm. doing this whole podcast thing is because I need you to. I need mm -hmm. you to come. Mm -hmm. Take my hand. We can do this together. It's mm -hmm. no more one man show. Yes. We need each other. Yes. We need to stop the violence in our communities. Mm -hmm. Our babies are dying, you guys. There's yes. a whole family yesterday oh. shot a, a baby dead, oh. a woman and another baby clinging for life, and the man killed himself. Yes, yes. If we were where we were supposed to be as a community, that would have never happened. Yeah. So I'm telling you, I love you. I need you. And I thank you for your time. I thank you for yes. giving us your ear. Yes. And seriously, we need you. Come out, visit us. Anytime. Anytime. Contact us. Contact Sunday at 9.30 and Wednesday, 6.30. But they're yeah. doing Zoom service. But e either way it goes. Either way it goes. Reach if you out. need help, they're available. I'm available. Holla at your girl. Let me know what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. And as always, I love you. Bye-bye. I'd like to take this time to thank everyone who has helped bring this about. First, Marcus Williams, Garvaz Creative, Charmel Cofield, and Justice West. My special guests, but mostly you, my listeners. 
So until next time, stay true, stay you, stay woman.